Hey guys, welcome to the Her Mind Matters podcast. Each week, I will take you on a journey where we dive deeper into the topics of mindfulness, body and self-image, relationships, sex, and business. I'm a hairstylist and have been an entrepreneur for five years now. My badass co-host, Marcy, who is a photographer, has owned her own business for four. These topics will reflect our own personal experiences wrapped up into 30 minutes. It's easy to listen to and you are able to apply them to your busy lives. As a stylist, I love making others feel beautiful. And of course, hair and makeup matter to me, but her mind matters more as I believe everything in life is mind over matter. So join us every week with an open heart and an open mind as we give no fucks. Hey guys! Hey! Episode 5. Yes! 5, that's crazy. So excited! Here we are. I'm stoked. This is actually going to be one of my favorite episodes, I think. I think so too. So... It's like our favorite topic. It is. Self-love! Self-love, guys. So we've talked a lot about all of my relationships in my past. Yes. Like all of them. Yeah. (laughs) Basically. (laughs) So we've talked about my ex-husband, some dating experience, even like my relationship with my father and my parents, and some BFFs that are no longer BFFs. Yeah. So the one thing that we haven't talked about is my relationship with myself. Yes. And I know you're a big believer in it too, but for me, that's the most important relationship. Oh, absolutely. And I was realizing when I was kind of preparing for this episode that looking back, None of those relationships made it through because I don't think I had a good relationship and a strong enough, like, foundation with myself. Right. Because now I'm at a point where I just see things clearer. I see things differently. And moving forward, the goal (laughs) is that all of my relationships moving forward will be a lot more successful because of, like, the foundation that's built just within me. Yeah. Kind of the whole, like, you can't find happiness in other people. You know, it's Right. You have to create it for yourself. Right. So I'm so excited to, like, dive in. So let's do it. Me too. Ask me all the things. So I feel like when I first started realizing that your journey was changing Mm -hmm. is right after we had done um, the first shoot Mm -hmm. together, the Mm -hmm. pinup shoot. Yep. And um, I asked for a model. I was Mm -hmm. like, do you know anybody? Yeah. And what did you say? So I was like, (laughs) "Um, I I don't know anyone, da, 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 da. And I don't know if you even know this, but what you said back to me is something that I actually constantly repeat to myself. Okay. And you were like, but why can't you just do it? Yeah. And I was like, I... I guess I can. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but I put you on the spot. I'm like, she why totally can't you did. She's like, "Why can't you be my model?" And I was like, "Oh, oh. um, okay." <laughs> You're like, "Well, I guess I can." <laughs> and this is like the day before, so right, there was, was no literally time. You're like, "What am I gonna wear?" <laughs> so, but that's that's honestly like a phrase that has kind of stuck with me, mm-hmm. like with anything, like this podcast. Even I was like, "But why can't I do it?" Yeah. Like, it's just been, like, a reoccurring thing for me. Like, why can't you do it? Yes, I love that. Mm -hmm. So, that is just, like, a little nugget that I took away from you when we started that whole journey. But, yeah, so, I I feel like a lot of self-love journeys start with just, like, our appearance and the way we look and feel about ourselves. Oh, of course. And growing up, like, all through... Basically, all through high school and on, I was really active. I cheered. I water skied. I did all the things. So, my... um, Metabolism was like on point and I could eat whatever the hell I wanted to. And right. then I obviously worked out like six days a week with all of my things that I was involved in. So it was fine. Well, obviously that ended when I graduated because I no longer had that type of lifestyle, but my eating stayed the same. 
Sure, of course. Because habits. why wouldn't it? Right. It was literally like 18 years of habits created of how I was eating. So right. it just stayed the same. But my workout routines did not. So then I actually ended up going to college, and I always joked. I was like, I didn't gain the freshman 15. I gained, like, the freshman 25. Okay. And um, I even remember my mom being like, Molly, like, we got to we gotta really address gotta this. Do yeah. And you're like, what? <laughs> Oh, what do you mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, looking back, like, I can see, like, that was a time in my life where I was in a really toxic relationship at the time, and I was just, like, neglecting myself mm-hmm. and neglecting, like, who I was inside and out. And so, when you were in college? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was, like, before I was even in hair school. So, Wait, did you, like, do dieting and stuff like that? Have you ever, like, really been into that, like, whole diet culture? Thing? I am the, like... I'm really bad at consistency. Okay. I will, like, I can see start that. a fad. I can see that. <laughs> I'll start a fad, and I'll be like, fuck it. Yeah. And it doesn't last Because it's long. not working for no, you. No, it's not working I for I feel me. like that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, if you once you find something that works yeah, for you, it for can sure. be anything. Like, there's this huge, like, paleo kick right now, or right. Whole30, What's or the whatever. other one? Like, keto. Like, yes, that's a like, big one okay, people are doing. Okay, so if it works for you... That's my thing. Then I don't do think, it. Yeah, there's nothing wrong. No. with fat as long as it's no. for you. And it's you're that's my doing thing. It's like, like not one size fits all. Yeah, right. you just have to find like what works for you. And right. I really, I have tried a lot of them. Like I tried, what's the one with like all the containers? It was like the 21 day fix, maybe I don't know, but oh, it has okay. like the containers. And it was like portion control and things like that. My mom and I used to do Weight Watchers all the time. Yeah, that was probably like the most successful for me. But I also was working out with that. Okay. So it's just like, it's a yeah. lifestyle basically. Yeah. And I did it growing up my entire life, like into my adulthood. And then I just stopped because right. it wasn't like, here's the thing. I didn't have to do it anymore because mm. I cheered. So it was mandatory that we conditioned at practice and we ran and we did all this shit. Right. And we even had like weightlifting classes that I had to take in high school. So okay. like, it was like a mandatory thing. So I had to do it. So I did it. Okay. But if I don't have to do it, you're not lazy. Gonna do it. No, yeah. I won't do it. Right. That makes so, sense. That's how I am too. Yeah. And it's just kind of like evolved over time. And I now, I don't even know how much more I weigh since then. I don't really look at the scale or the numbers anymore. Right. But it's just like a feeling for me. Mm-hmm. And when I got married, I probably was like at my heaviest that I ever was. Okay. And for me at first, I was like, that's like an attraction to me. Like he loves me for like what I, what am, I am, what he sees. Yeah. He didn't know that girl. Right. And so that's he, a good point. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he didn't even know her. So like I shouldn't be in a comparison game with her because he doesn't even know that Molly. Mm-hmm. So I was really happy and like content with myself for a while. And then I kind of... I've always been a person who had, like, lots of male attention. Right. Like, I remember, like, even, like, my mom when I was little, we'd be, like, walking through a grocery store, and, like, a male would, like, look at me, and she'd be like, she's fucking 13. Like, you know what I mean? Just, like, super instinct mama there. But I, that was, like, a very conscious thing for me. Like, it always happened. And so I remember, like, in the beginning of our marriage, you know, I feel like a lot of exes just, like, linger. Yeah. And I it was just recently married, and they were like, well, what? Like, what's going on? I need to just, like, reach out to her. And so – and I'm going to jump away from that for one second. Okay. Because you posted something on your Instagram today that was made that me laugh so hard. Was that the thing ever? So, you posted what – did, what did that quote say? It says um, – Sometimes exes come back in your life to see if you're still that stupid. Yes. <laughs> So that good. was so good. But that it's so laugh. true. Yeah. And I'll get to that because that was like, I was so on a, on a rant with that. <laughs> but, um, so I was just at a point where in my marriage, I was like just recently married. We were newlyweds. And I actually had this guy from my past write me this huge letter. Mm-hmm. He like typed it out, emailed it to me. Okay. I was literally still in my honeymoon. 
Wow. Yep. And he (laughs) writes me this whole letter, and him and I had briefly dated. Like, he actually treated me like shit, and he Mm -hmm. made a lot of, like, body con, like, conscious comments. Okay. And I was like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. So, I never really gave him, like, the time of day in that sense. Sure. Um, But he was actually one of the only men that, like, romanced me. Like, he was in the military, Mm -hmm. and he would send me flowers all the time, Mm. and you know what I mean? Like, I was very... And you love that. Yes, I'm a hopeless romantic. So, he writes me this huge, long letter about, I know you just got married, I just have unfinished business with you, and, like, going on and on and on oh about boy. all the things. So, that's a that's a movie moment for Molly. Oh, for so sure. I was loving it. <laughs> I'll be honest. But I did show my husband the letter, okay? Okay. okay. <laughs> um, and it was weird. So, you think if you show a man a letter like that, mm-hmm. rage, jealousy, mm-hmm. no. Mm. He was like, oh, okay. What? Like, there was, like, nothing happening on his face. He was not unpacking that. No. Like, I don't even know if he, like, registered. Or I don't I don't even know. But okay. it was, like, not the reaction I was expecting. Oh, like, you wanted him to be Oh, I wanted, wanted to, to feed into it. I yeah, wanted to feel that jealousy. Because him yeah. and I had never, like, had a situation where we'd both put in, put in that type of environment. Uh-huh. So, for me, it was weird. It actually, like, triggered something in me, I okay. think. And it was, like, at the very beginning of our marriage. So, yeah. it was kind of weird to look back on. But here's <laughs> Hindsight. Everything's 2020. Um, But yeah, it's just weird because I remember like that moment happening for us, it shifted something in me. And I felt like, and I, you and I actually just had a conversation a little recently, but I felt like in that moment on the rest of my marriage, I subconsciously, I didn't know it at the time, Mm -hmm. but I started to allow myself to just put on more weight, kind of as like a protection Mm -hmm. and like a barrier. Yeah. I was like... I don't know how or why I had any rhyme or reason to this, but it was just, like, my way of, like, warding off any other men. Like, I didn't want to see appealing. I didn't want to feel attractive to anyone else. Okay, because you didn't want, like, you didn't want any of that. I didn't want any of that, like, feeding into, like, our relationship. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I just put on this, like, barrier of weight as, like, a protection shield kind of thing. Right, that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, So, like, over the span of the next five or so years, like, I just put on so much weight, Mm -hmm. and I got into, like, a really, like, inner, like, ugly place about it. I was like, okay. Because it didn't feel like you. It didn't feel like me. No. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that, like, having a bunch of weight is, like, what the issue was. It was just the reasons why I was doing it. You know what I mean? Right. Right. It was, like, a mm deep-seated problem. Which is always, always the cause for any issue. Right. We know that. Yeah. But I, yeah, I just, And then like, how far into that period did you have Hadley? So it was really funny. It was, like, right before I had Hadley, I had gone to the doctor, and we were, like, okay, we want to start trying. You know, we just want to make sure we're, like, good to go. We're healthy, all these things. And it was, like, three years into our marriage. Okay. And my doctor was, like, your weight is an issue, and you probably will have trouble conceiving unless you get some of this weight off. Okay. And they were like, um, my dad has a really bad history with, like, heart disease and blood pressure and cholesterol and all these things. And okay. my cholesterol had spiked. Okay. So she was like, you need to get this under control before we can even, like, talk about you having a baby. I was like, okay, fine. So that's right. when my mom and I got on a Weight Watchers kick and I started working out. And I had got down very, very close to, like, where I was, like, in, like, college. Okay. And, um, but it's funny. I remember my ex-husband being like, Mm, like that ass girl like so you know he what I mean started he started seeing, seeing me differently okay and I was like oh and then you like shit that. okay <laughs> right, like right. then I kind of got addicted to that yeah. feeling that he was giving me with the attention that came along with the way I was looking mm-hmm. um because it wasn't deep inside mm-hmm. of you you weren't feeling good about yourself no. for all that you were accomplishing nope. you were feeling good because then he was looking at yeah. you and finding you sexy very much so yeah 
So I I dropped about like 30 pounds or so. Okay. And then our first try, we got pregnant. Okay. So then I went from really skinny to mom. To fucking mom. Yeah. yeah. And then your body changes well, then it tremendously. Just, it was just different. Like hormones mm-hmm. make your body change so much. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't really know like scientifically, but I swear that like after you become a mom, you just hold weight differently. You do. I hold it in survival. different areas. For survival. Yeah. Like I swear that's yeah. what it is. No, I can't. I don't know. I don't know if that's true, but that, we might that's be my making theory. this shit up. That's my but theory. We're going with Marcy's theory. Yeah. No, I could totally see that. Mm-hmm. And I even And you keep it on for a very long yeah. time. Uh-huh. I remember right after I had her, I did breastfeed for like six months or so. And I remember like the first few months I would just forget to eat. Like, that sounds so dumb, but, like, when you're a new mom and, like, trying to do all the things, you're yeah. like, shit, it's 12 o'clock at night, and I pissed once, and I haven't even eaten today. Right. So, I was You put yourself last. Yeah, always. I put myself last. So, I wasn't eating healthy, and then I was breastfeeding. So, I actually got down to, like, high school weight, and I was, like, really oh, tiny Molly. wow. Yeah. Okay. I can't even imagine. Like, I have I've to really show you pictures. I've you, like, uh-huh. curvy and yeah. amazing. I'll have and, to show like, you some pictures. It's I crazy. can't imagine you like that. So, but it, what was funny about it was, like, I didn't like it. Yeah. And it was weird. It was, like, I didn't even identify with her anymore. Mm-hmm. It was, like, I I started to actually, like, miss my curves. Mm-hmm. And, like, I like them a lot. So mm-hmm. it was, like, a weird thing. So then I, like, went, like, an overdrive, I feel like. Okay. And I was, like, I need all the curves back or something. Yeah. I don't know. So then I just put back on a bunch of this weight. And, well, it's just kind of been since. But I feel like after having Hattie, I kind of realized, like, okay, Yes, I'm a mom. Yes, I need to do these things for her. But then my mom is always in my ear. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Molly, you have to stay healthy for her. You have to be there. You have to be active. You have to be doing all these things. Because now it's not just you. It's about this babe. Right. I was like, okay, you're so that right. You know what I mean? So yeah. I just started to, like, look at things a little differently. And it wasn't like... For me, I also want to be able to, like, play with my kids. Yes. My kids want to play tag mm-hmm. or want to do something. Like, yep. I don't want that. I don't want my weight and my health to, like, hold me back from no. that. Yeah. So that's always, like, in the back of my mind. For sure. Too. 100%. So, and I kind of went through another diet fad thing, and I just, I'm not a consistent person whatsoever. Right. And I just, it's my fault, and I'll admit it. Stop doing it. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's just kind of been this, like, everlasting journey. But I remember it was towards, like, the end of my marriage, and I got into just, like, a really confident place with myself, or I was starting to. Was that before or after It was, like, right before the shoot. Okay. I started to kind of just, like, see myself a little differently, Mm -hmm. and I started to see just, like, the potential that I had. Okay. And I wasn't really getting it from my husband anymore, and I wasn't, like, looking for his, like... So, because you weren't getting it from mm -hmm. anywhere else, you started to seek it for yourself. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, it kind of so just, So then like, you rose your frequency a little bit, and then I asked you to do yeah, the shoe. Yeah, So, like, yeah. things were starting to fall in line. They were just, line. like, falling in line really, really well. So mm-hmm. I go and do this boudoir photo shoot with you as a model, and it was, like, so cute, so pin-up. Yeah. I had, like, a high-waisted bottoms. They were yours. Yeah. And, like, this cute little floral top, and we did my hair so cute, and, like, pin curls. And I remember one of the shoots was my favorite part of it was I was in, like, a little kimono, just, like, laying on the bed. And just, like, the way that you pose women, first of all, is astonishing. Thanks. Cause like that's always my my favorite question that my friends give me. Like, well, like I just I just need to lose ten pounds before I do a photo. I'm show. like, no. And I'm like, bitch, you will look twenty pounds lighter in these photos <laughs> if you just do it now, right? <laughs> but like the way you posed me in this one picture, it's one of my favorites. You know it's the one I'm talking too. about. Yeah. I'm like laying on the bed, like looking back, and I'm so like Marilyn Monroe esque in it. I feel like yeah. And I remember when you showed me the pictures afterwards, I I literally had like a breathless moment. I was like, oh, that's wow, me. like. I, that, 
what? Uh, that's me? Right. Like, it was just, like, so, it was, like, clarity. I was, mm-hmm. like, wow, okay, so, yeah, I am beautiful. I am worthy. And it just kind of, like, triggered this little bit in me where I was, like, well, what am I worthy of? Okay. Like, who am I beautiful for? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and it started, like, just making me ask these questions to myself that I don't know that I had really ever asked. Right. And if I had, it had been a really long time. Sure. So, for me, that was definitely a I think it's, like a maturity thing too. Like you finally were like at a maturity level Mm -hmm. where you could start asking Mm -hmm. yourself those questions. Yeah. I was reading a magazine. It was like time magazine and it was about like your mind Mm -hmm. and it was talking about maturity. Like you don't actually reach maturity until 25. Wow. In your brain. So I mean, think about that. Like now you're 29 and this just started a couple years ago. That's so so true. You finally reach Mm -hmm. like actual maturity and then you could think about things in a different way. Totally different. Right. So I feel like that was kind of what started my, like, self-love journey, honestly. And it was, like, a boost of confidence Mm -hmm. that sometimes we can't give ourselves. Right. Like, honestly. Because you have, like, a perception of yourself. mm -hmm. Like, you've known yourself your whole life. You look at yourself in the mirror. Mm -hmm. You see yourself through a lens of, like, all of your flaws and all of your faults and all of your doubts and fears. Mm -hmm. But I don't see all of those things. Those aren't necessarily things you're sharing with me. So I can't take a picture of them. Yeah. For sure. So then you see yourself differently. Yeah. You just see yourself differently. Yeah, totally. So I think that that definitely made me kind of like level up. And my vibration started to kind of shift and change. And everything around me just started changing at that point. I realized, you know, I wasn't happy in my marriage. Mm -hmm. And it kind of like gave me the confidence to just like evaluate what that looked like. It wasn't like, I'm fucking leaving him now. It was just like... What's what what's going on here? Like what isn't working? Why are we not happy? Mm-hmm. And at this point he had already had one affair. Right. So I know I knew I knew that. So I was already before this photo shoot happened having like a comparison game like, well what the fuck does she look like or why did he like be why was he attracted to her? Like what's wrong with me? You know what I mean? There's right. a woman you ask yourself of all course. these fucking questions. Yeah. So, I don't know, it just triggered a lot in me, for sure. Okay. Yeah. So, I guess that's kind of what triggered my my journey, if you will. And then... And then... And then you started to go... You went through BMS, and so that changed a lot for you. So, before that even happened... Okay. I had that whole shitty summer with, like, dating and, like, my ex-best friend and, like, Mm -hmm. I love how all the things that we've talked about kind of, like, falling in line with these stories. Yeah. So, then... It all ties in together. It seriously does, because this, like, next part was like pivotal yeah so I had my own apartment mm-hmm. and I remember asking you like hey I want to do another boudoir shoot <laughs> so it comes down to it a shoot seriously does. everyone needs to do a fucking boudoir shoot so I at this point what I had just turned 29 okay I was now fully brunette like almost yes. like my ends were still a little blonde but I was like on the brunette train and I was like I need another shoe because like that girl is gone Mm -hmm. I don't even know her anymore and I want to like just like capture like this essence and like Mm -hmm. who I am in this time in this apartment and all this like moment right so we did another right because you had right because you had left Levi and so now you were a new woman I was completely new right I left him so you needed to capture that yeah so we did one at my apartment which Mm -hmm. was so cool um, that was just like a fun day. We were like, was. I was moving in two days. Yes. So I barely had <laughs> shit in my apartment. And I was like moving all your furniture yeah, around. We like taking moved stuff my couch. <laughs> but it was, it was I had like to put perfect. your chair back together. Oh so like, gosh, yes. <laughs> if you ever watched Molly's lives, oh, she no. would always be like almost falling over in this <laughs> vanity chair. And I was like, Molly, all you have to do is screw the legs back on. <laughs> you always wait. It still does that. Oh. Oh, that's so funny. So that photo shoot, like looking at those pictures, um, yes, I saw beauty, but I saw like 
like fierce. Mm-hmm. Like I saw something in me, like inside of yes. me, and I was like, "And we are we're also listening to Demi." So yeah, that has like my entire <laughs> soundtrack for that whole photo shoot was Demi. Yeah, so I was channeling her. But yeah, it, that one definitely changed a lot and like helped me to see like you know who you used to be like doesn't have to be who you are today. And mm-hmm. like I can always write a new story. Yeah, and that whole summer. It, I didn't realize it then, but it was I was writing a new story, basically. Right. So this was, like, at the end of summer for me, and it was when shit was about to break loose with, like, my friends and my business and all of the things. So it was just, like, a really cool moment to, like, especially now, yeah. look back on. Because, like, now we need to do another shoot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to have all of these, like, moments. Different moments. <laughs> well, in your new, like, in your new, yes, new apartment. Yes, we'll do it in my next apartment. Yeah. <laughs> but that, for sure, like, changed a lot for me, and... I feel like each time I got to see myself a little differently, mm-hmm. it just, like, rose that vibration. Yeah. And it just made me ask more questions. Like, I, I remember looking at those photos and being like, wow, like, what can I be now? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I could do this, and I didn't think I could yeah. do this, so now what can so I do? So now what can I do? Yeah. And then that, like, towards the end of that year is when I took my journey and flew out to California, and I thought I was going out for extensions, mm-hmm. and it ended up being so much more with their business side. And, it, and not just with their business, like with their mindset. Yeah, yeah. Like well, that's what I mean. That. Like, like it just, all of it. It kept you kept raising your frequency, mm-hmm. and things just kept being like magnetized mm-hmm. toward you. Yeah, you and it was funny time. because my business and like my friendships that I had prior to that, um, their mindsets weren't there. They were like, we're not going to spend that money and fly out to California mm-hmm. and do this for a trip. They didn't think they were worth it. No, they didn't think that they were worth it. And I remember when I had literally gotten ready to go I was like no like I'm doing this like I what do I have to lose at this point like right I have nothing to lose and I'm just gonna go for it so I did and that definitely changed so much for me I Mm -hmm. feel like that really like shifted everything yeah because it just like changed my mindset in the sense of where but you had other people that were in the same mindset as you so then you were surrounded by people yeah that were all vibrating Mm -hmm. on that same level and so Mm -hmm. it was like validating very validating Mm -hmm. and I think that for so long, we search for people that are like us, and it's really hard to find. Right. I feel like social media makes it easier, but it doesn't make it so easy to connect with those people. Yeah. They're not tangible sometimes. But you also need to, like like you said, you needed to get really clear on who mm-hmm. you are mm-hmm. and who you wanted to be Yeah. To in order to attract the people that are, are like you. Because if sure. you don't know, then how could then you how ever you, find people exactly. like you? Yeah. And I feel like some of the questions that that company made me ask (laughs) was a lot of like, you know, who are you? Mm -hmm. And then like, you know, what is life like for you? What do you want life to be like? And then like, who do you have to become in order to obtain that lifestyle? Right. So it's just, I think that's really guided you. Yes. A lot. It's like, since you made a lot of my decisions a lot more clear. Um, and it's, it's been hard though. Like, yeah. Oh God. So scary. Yes. Personal to, development yeah. is like the hardest thing that you can do. Mm-hmm. And that's why so many people don't do it. Well, they're just scared. Yeah. They're scared to look in the mirror mm-hmm. and do the things that are hard. Yeah. People just want to take the easy way out and do things that are like within their little comfort zone and stay inside their bubble. Because what you think is this is hard. Mm-hmm. This is hard. This is hard. Mm-hmm. And so it's always going to be hard. Yeah. Because you're never going to make it easier on yourself. No. It's never going to change. Mm-hmm. Like, So you have to change. Yeah, for sure. I totally agree with that. And I feel like going on with self-love and like that journey, um, a lot of things that helped me like 
keep working on that because it's a daily practice. Mm-hmm. Like, and Sundays, sometimes you fuck it up. Sometimes oh, you don't yeah. do a good job. No, sometimes I'll go on like a hiatus and I'm like, I'm not fucking doing shit. I can't even get off the couch this week. Like, I'm seriously depressed. The anxiety is real. Yeah. So I'm not saying that this is like oh, it's peachy not fucking keen. No, it's not. it's not perfect. No, but I feel like journaling helps mm-hmm. so, so much. much. Like. We can't go. We can't say enough good no, things about journaling at all. And we, we did journaling week too. So mm-hmm. if you're interested in learning more about journaling, we've talked about journaling and yep, powerhouse. We have. So. And I think that it's one thing again that a lot of people don't do because it's not that it's a hard act. Like literally, writing is not hard. Right. But what you end up writing can be hard to look at. Mm-hmm. So it'd be hard to face. Yeah. Hard absolutely. to admit to yourself. Mm-hmm. It's scary to be so real and yeah. vulnerable, even with yourself. Yeah. But I feel like if you can't do that with yourself, then, like, who can you do it with? Right. Because if you're making up all these stories and you're, like, lying to yourself, then you're internally lying to the world. Yeah. And you're just, like, putting on this fake front and you just have to push through it. So journaling is definitely a way that I've gotten there. For sure. Like, from a very young age, I journaled. I remember, like, having to write a lot in school, and I loved it. So I just, like, connect very well with that. Mm -hmm. It's not that easy for some, I understand. Right. And it's so funny because journaling has been such a part of my Mm -hmm. process, too. Mm -hmm. I feel like once you start, though, it's like a snowball effect. Mm -hmm. And it just, like, evolves. Because it makes you feel better. Like, you get all of that off your chest. And a lot of people, like, use social media to vent. Yeah. Or they vent to their husband. Yeah. But they're not really working through anything. They're just complaining. Yes. But when you are journaling it, you are able to, like, work through it. You can, like, unpack it little by little. Yes. And then what's really cool to me about journaling is, like, you can go back and And revisit it. it again. Yeah. That has been so cool Mm -hmm. for me to see, like, where I was, you know, even, like, three or four Mm -hmm. years ago and be like, oh, wow, look how far I came. Mm -hmm. But it's because of, like, what I was saying to myself then. Like, like, this is what I want. And so Mm -hmm. I was putting that out there. And so then every time that I thought about that, I was taking a step toward it. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like another thing with this journey is, like, affirmations. Mm -hmm. And mostly, like, to myself. Like, my self-talk. Yes. Because we can be so negative. Oh, my goodness. Like, especially to ourselves. Like, maybe we put on Mm -hmm. that face where we're, like, very positive people. And everybody's like, oh, you're a ray of sunshine. Mm -hmm. But inside, you're like, oh, my gosh, I hate my life. Yeah. I'm not good at this. Mm -hmm. I can't do this or that. Yeah. So those things matter. Yeah. Every thought matters. And, you know, my biggest thing that I always say is, like, thoughts become things. They do. So whatever you're talking about, even if it's inside your own freaking head, Mm -hmm. like, it's going to manifest into something. Yeah. And I can't remember it perfectly. My mother's standing right there, and she's going to know it. But (laughs) it's like um, the thoughts that you have now are, like, shaping your reality in the future. Yes. And, like, that was something that, like, really, like, shook me to my core. Because I remember, like, when I went out to California for the first time, someone out there had said it again. And they were like, your current reality is due to your thoughts six months ago. Did you I'm say that? I'm pretty sure I said that Did to you. Did you say that? Yes, I said that to you. <laughs> so, it was That's like, why it's so important to think yeah. the good things now because that's going to influence your future. Yeah. Like, even so, if something shitty is going on, I get it. Like, right. Resonate with it. Take it in. But you have to, like, move forward. But you have to remember that it comes from what you've done or what has happened to you in the past. But you can move past that. Yeah, Because you can change your mindset. Yeah, 100%. And I feel like... All it takes. The quickest way to do that is with affirmations. Yeah. Like, speaking lovingly to yourself and on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Like, my mom always told me, like, when you think a negative thought, you have to replace it with two positives. Yeah. So it's just, like, canceling it out. Absolutely. And, um... Louise Hay mm-hmm. is 
huge mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. So look her up. Seriously, there's so many good apps too. Like if you are struggling with affirmations, like you can download a couple of those apps from like Hay House. Um, even on Pinterest guys, like I go to Pinterest for so much now, Yeah. but you can literally just type in like self-love affirmations. Like if these are things you're struggling with and that's like really good, like references. Yeah. So, and then I'm also doing like a self-love, um, intensive through Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested in that, you can yeah, reach out to, to Marcy it. and we can get you on her next class. Yeah. Cause it's, it was really, really cool. The yeah. Way you she did it. it down. Yeah. It was awesome. And another thing that I was going to touch on that she also did in her course, um, was like mirror work. Mm-hmm. And that for me is always the hardest thing. Like yeah. looking at myself in the mirror and being like, Hey, I love you or you're beautiful and you are worthy. Like I usually don't make it through without crying mm-hmm. and that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay to cry. For sure. Marcy's told me that. <laughs> yes. I, I love when people cry because she, like, then they're being like super vulnerable. She tries to make people cry. <laughs> I don't try. It just happens. I just happen to have that effect on people. She does. In like the best Because I don't let like you lie to me. No, she doesn't. There's no lying to Marcy <laughs> at all. So well, apparently there's no lying to you either. No, anymore. none. <laughs> we're, we're past that stage in our friendship. But yeah, I feel like mirror work, and that's that sounds silly to some who mm-hmm. it's a it's a foreign concept. I get it, but yeah. literally standing in front of the mirror, we can link that in the yeah, comments. We can totally too. do that. Just standing in front of the mirror and saying those affirmations that you're so now familiar with from telling yourself every day, and just trying to look yourself in the face and say them, and say them, because yeah. that just like again raises your vibration and just like helps shifting your mindset. And just moving forward with this whole process, which is so crazy. Yeah. So try it out. I think it's cool. You guys should try it for sure. Absolutely. Okay. All right, guys. So in in closing. Yes. In in conclusion. In conclusion. (laughs) um, Basically, if this sounds new to you, if this is foreign, if this is something that you're looking to start, or maybe you've started and you've stopped because you feel like you fucked up, you haven't. Right. So just some tips that I can give to you guys. One, get a journal. Yes. Like, any journal. Any journal. doesn't even fucking matter. Go to the dollar store. Or get a Literally notebook just, that you have on your yeah. shelf and rip all the other pages out of it. And just start <laughs> right. journaling. And some of the questions that I just want you to start with is like, one, who are, who are you? Yeah. Like, ask yourself, who am I? Who am I right who now? Who am I? Mm-hmm. And then one of the things that you can kind of like look forward to is like, just like writing out things you're grateful for. Mm-hmm. And like that instantly changes anyone's like mindset. For honestly. sure. If you're feeling depressed, if you have anxiety, and these are all things that I've suffered so I understand... Literally, when I talk about things that I'm grateful for, or just, like, make a list of gratitude... It raises your vibration so, so much. So quickly, too. Yeah. yeah. So, just, like, ask yourself, who are you? Mm-hmm. And just get real clear on that first. And then, yeah. just, like, write a whole list of things that you're grateful for. Mm-hmm. And it can be something like water. Mm-hmm. I'm always grateful for Electricity. Starbucks. Yeah. Star- Starbucks. <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> write that down on your list. <laughs> write us down. Um, and then the We're grateful thing- for you, too. No, but really. The next thing I want to say is affirmations. Mm -hmm. You know, if you aren't really comfortable with creating your own, that's fine. Like I said, you can find many on the internet. But just maybe in that journal, just create some affirmations for yourself. Mm -hmm. And just kind of really... You're already doing affirmations. You don't realize you're doing it because you're saying, like, if you mess up, you're like, oh, I'm so stupid. That's Mm -hmm. an affirmation. That is an affirmation. It's not a good affirmation, but it's an affirmation. So Mm -hmm. just change that. Yep. And I think that this is just going to be such a journey that we're going to continue on. And I just can't wait to see where all you guys end up. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. If you found value in this episode, I encourage you to share it with a friend. Please feel free to leave a review as well. I've loved reading through them and truly appreciate everyone's love and support. 
If you want to follow me along my journey in between episodes, you can find me on Instagram at Molly's Main Life. You can also check out Marcy and all of her amazing photography work on Instagram at the Coterie Columbus. All of this information is also listed below in the details for spelling needs. Have a great week and we'll see you back here on Monday.